All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Frozen Pitch with your host, Nick Scortino. So today we have uh, a few free agent deals uh, in the NHL, and we have um, big, big, big soccer talk uh, this time around because of the transfer window that has just ended. And so let's dive right into it because we got a lot to cover. So the New York Islanders have signed um, Kyle Palmieri to a four-year, $20 million contract, uh, Ilya Sorokin to a twelve-year, uh, three, uh, twelve twelve million dollar uh, deal over three years. Um, Anthony Bavillier to uh, got a three-year, twelve point four five million dollar deal, and Casey Sizikis got a six-year, fifty million dollar deal. So the Islanders clearly wanted to keep those four guys. Obviously, they're going to always keep Kyle Palmieri because they traded a first-round pick for him from the New Jersey Devils, which sucks because I would have liked to see Kyle Palmieri back in you know the black and red but you know can't win them all so unfortunately that happened but uh good for Kapomera he played really well last season uh Sorokin also played very well and Bavillier and Sizikas were very key parts to uh the deeper lines of the New York Islanders so obviously they were going to always keep those guys then um the Philadelphia Flyers have signed uh Joel Farabee to a six-year, $30 million contract extension. Uh, he led the Flyers with 20 goals last season and had 18 assists in 55 games. Uh, he's set to make $925,000 in the 2021-2022 season, with his extension taking effect the following season and running through 2027 to 2028. Um, so far, he's got 28 goals and 31 assists in 107 career games for the Flyers after being selected in the first round in the 2018 draft. So, um, you know, that's very good for the Flyers. He's, uh, Farabee's been a very, uh, very big goal scorer for them. So, you know, you need to lock them down. Uh, then Colton Perico, uh, for the St. Louis Blues has signed a long-term deal with the Blues. Uh, he signed an eight-year, $52 million contract. He was a, he was the team's top defenseman and was set to become an unrestricted free agent next summer. And he was uh, there were a lot of trade rumors, but he uh, ended up signing the deal. Then the um, final piece of, or one of the final pieces of NHL news that we have this week is the Buffalo Sabres have re-signed uh, center Casey uh, Middlestat and defenseman Henry Joki Harju to uh, three-year, $2.5 million contracts. And the final piece of NHL news that we have is that the Montreal Canadiens' first-round pick, Logan, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but uh, Mylou was suspended indefinitely by the Ontario Hockey League stemming from the defenseman's 2020 uh, contact that got him fined for an offense of a sexual nature in Sweden. So not very good for the Canadians right now. Um, but basically a lot of people expected this to happen. And, uh, going into the draft, um, you know, the player had a lot of uncertainties surrounding him and, you know, that, um, it was very strange draft pick for the Canadians. Nobody really understood why it happened. And I'm sure a lot of people aren't surprised that, uh, you know, he's been suspended already, uh, throughout all this so but now we're going to be transitioning into soccer so a lot of stuff went down yesterday 
Um, we're just going to run through a lot of the deals that have uh, have gone down. Danny Drinkwater, Drinkwater has joined Reading on a season-long loan from Chelsea. Crystal Palace have agreed to a uh, $15 million uh, euro fee with Celtic for the transfer of Adsone uh, Edouard, which um very good deal for Crystal Palace. They definitely need a striker because um, a lot of their uh, offense has been very stagnant these last few games. And to go ahead and get a guy like um, Edouard is pretty good because he's been playing very well for Celtic. Um, Javier Pastore has mutually agreed to... Uh, with Roma to uh, terminate his contract. Um, Iliax Moriba has gone ahead and uh, signed for Rebel Leipzig. He uh, There was a $16 million, uh, transfer fee, and, you know, the 17-year-old was a very good midfielder for Barca. But, you know, best way to put it, Barcelona basically crapped the bed again. Um, they've been very disappointing in being able to do anything, essentially. And Moriba was a very, very, very promising young midfielder, and I'm sure he'll he'll grow into a very good midfielder at uh, Leipzig. They've been known to uh, grow a lot of talent. But this one is going to be a, a deal that uh, Barcelona are going to regret not uh, agreeing to his terms. Um, Atalanta have signed uh, Tion uh, Koopminers on a permanent basis from AZ uh, Alkmaar for around uh, $14 million. Uh, Emerson from Barcelona has gone over to Tottenham in a uh, $30, $30 million deal with uh, add-ons. Um, this is another Another deal I don't fully understand. Barcelona signed him, uh, got him back from Real Betis. And, you know, Joan Laporta has stated that, you know, he was, uh, Emerson was going to be a key part in their uh, team. And you go around and you sell him in the same transfer window. The, Right now, I mean, you can hear the disappointment in my voice, but right now, Barcelona is not very high up on my list of teams I even want to remotely sit down and watch. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I'd rather watch Arsenal, who haven't scored a single goal this season, than sit down and watch Barcelona play because I am just fed up by the way that they're being run. I don't like the manager, I don't like the president, and I don't like the board, and I feel like they have just given everybody this term of, you know, this false hope that everything's going to be all right, but you can't come back from, you know, being over a billion dollars in debt like that. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I don't really see a lot of these players staying as long as they have signed for, um, but... Why go out and get a player and then sell him instantly? Basically, I think Emerson played one game in a Barcelona shirt this season. Not even it might have been might have been a preseason game. And now you go ahead and you make Tottenham a little bit better because the Tottenham now have right back uh, since they have terminated the contract of Serge Aurier, who is also now being courted by a few different um, 
Premier League teams because he wants to stay in England, and one of them is Arsenal. I think that would be a decent deal for Arsenal if they could get Aurier to sign, just because uh, having a you know another backup right back other than um, Maitland Niles and the new guy they signed, who I'll talk about in a few a few seconds. Um, just to have some depth in that position would really help them out. Um, then we have uh, William joined uh, Corinthians in a two-year contract after he was released by Arsenal. So another very good deal by Arsenal to get his wages off the book. Uh, he's very respectable about it, which is the best thing he probably could have done considering the fact that he had zero ground to stand on at Arsenal. He was not very good in his tenure. And it was really nice to see him... I mean, you know, it's really nice to see him go just in terms of the fact that I have never really liked that transfer from the beginning, and just watching him play uh, last year really, really did not look good. Um, Dan, I think I talked about last week, but it it is now official that uh, Mark Cucurella has signed to Brighton. Um, His release clause was matched, and Brighton paid uh, $18 million to Getafe, and he's now over there. Uh, well, they can't play right now because everybody's on international break with uh, World Cup qualifying games. But um, so he's gonna be available next weekend. Uh, Timu Bakayoko uh, has signed for AC Milan. I kind of feel bad for him. He's been like moved around a lot from Chelsea since signing for Chelsea. You know, he's had some stints in. He's uh, he I think he's had a stint. In, yeah, he's had a stint in AC Milan. He's had a stint in Napoli. He's just kind of been all over the place and hasn't really found a you know permanent home yet because uh, this was a loan move. So we'll see uh, what happens with him and if he has a bounce back career, maybe he'll he can uh, Chelsea will finally sell him. Um, then we have Jordan Henderson signed a long term contract at Liverpool. Didn't really see him going anywhere else. Um, you know, it's good for Liverpool get their uh, you know very veteran player back in there with a contract uh, long term contract extension, and then you have um, you know he's got he can slot into a leadership role in that midfield, which would also help them out as well. So good move for them. Um, <clears throat> so then this is actually just uh, a very interesting piece that has happened. So Newcastle has signed a. Uh, Mexican teenager named Santiago uh, Munoz, or I could be butchering that that name, and it's he's named after the main character of the movie Goal, which I'm not sure if uh, a lot of you have watched or not, but uh, I think that's pretty interesting because in the movie he do, he does go on to play for Newcastle, the main character, and pretty cool that they sign a uh, you know player with the same name. Uh, then we have Jerome Boateng has joined uh, Lyon as a free agent on a two-year contract. That's a very good deal for Lyon. Um, I know he hasn't been, like, you know, the uh, the best of center back in the Bundesliga these last few seasons, and you know he hasn't been playing a lot. But with what you get in him, with what you know you get in him, uh, you get a leader. Uh, if he does turn something around, then you uh, you can get a very good center back, and he was a free agent, so you don't have to pay for anything. Um, Saul has signed for, uh, has been loaned out to Chelsea. Uh, I think that's a, a pretty, pretty good move for Chelsea too. Uh, Saul has, has basically been knocked down the pecking order at, uh, Atletico Madrid. So he was, wasn't really going to get a lot of playing time this year, but now 
coming into Chelsea, I think he can really be a very good um, box-to-box midfielder for them and could really help out uh, solidify their defense uh, in the midfield. Because, you, you know, you also have Conte, too, um, Jorginho. But I think he uh, Saul offers a really good box-to-box midfielder that can play both sides of the ball really good when he's on. He hasn't been, uh, you know, the best of player uh, last season, but I think he could bounce back uh, if he gets adjusted well enough to the Premier League and uh, if he's used correctly in the uh, in Chelsea. Uh, Radamel Falcao will um, join... Rayo Vallecano as a free agent. So uh, it's good for Falcao. It's good to see him still playing. Uh, you know, he's very, uh, could be a very good player, but obviously, you know, age has played a big factor and injuries have played a big factor into his career more recently. So we'll see how that one goes, him playing in Spain. Um, so now we're moving on to a deal that... I I don't I still haven't fully wrapped my head around this one and and that's the fact of Antoine Griezmann was loaned out to Atletico Madrid and Luke De Jong from Sevilla was loaned out to Barcelona and I'm gonna be completely honest I don't fully I I I've stated this the last few times I still don't understand what Barcelona are doing. I understand Griezmann, Griezmann's wage bill is very high. He's making a lot of money, but you loan him out to a direct rival and his former team with an option to buy back for forty million when you spent over a hundred million on him. You make zero. You don't even make. You don't even make profit off of that. Like, what is? I don't understand what is wrong. And then you go out and you get an a old striker from Sevilla. Like what's the you have Depay and Sergio Aguero? I don't understand why you need Luke De Jong. At this point, call up the academy players that you need to be, that you want to call up and experiment with the youth suit you got in the academy because it is a lost season. They are not going to do anything this season. They are not going to win Champions League. They're probably not even going to finish top four in La, in La Liga. I don't see that happening with this team that they have. Um, you know, Real Madrid got a little bit better this. This window, and so did Atletico. Atletico kept all their basically all their pieces, got rid of Saul, which they didn't really need, and got Antoine Griezmann back on loan. All they got to do is pay his wages. They didn't have to pay for him this season, and then they could sign him next season for a cut rate, which is absolutely ridiculous. And all Barcelona get is Luke De Jong out of this. All they've signed is a bunch of free players. Basically, they haven't done anything. <sighs> I did. They frustrate me nowadays. I, I'm fed up. I'm sick and tired of them. I really am. <sighs> you really know it's bad when I'd rather watch, I'd rather sit down and watch. Pre- the I mean I I always enjoy watching Premier League games, but I I don't even have the I don't even want to waste my time watching any, uh, you know La Liga or Champions League where Barcelona is playing. Cause well to be honest, I don't really see them making it past the round of sixteen, but. Or I don't even see him making it past... They probably won't even make it past the group stage, if I'm being completely honest. But it is what it is. Uh, they irk me. Um, then we have um, Pablo Sarabia has joined uh, Sporting Sporting in Portugal for, from PSG. Um, we have uh, Nuno Mendes joined PSG from Sporting on a loan move for... Uh, 
a seven million uh, euro loan fee and with a uh, forty million uh, buy option. So it's a very good, another very good deal for PSG. Uh, Salomon Rondon joined Everton. Uh, Everton was looking for a striker, and they uh, you know loaned out. Unfortunately, they loaned out uh, Moise Keane to Juventus because Juventus was uh, going after him like crazy after Cristiano Ronaldo left. But uh, they end up signing a Premier League veteran. It's nothing you really do about that. He can give you a few goals, goals here and there, uh, help out when he needs to. Um, then for Arsenal, um, they finally signed a right back in Takahiro Tomiyasu. He joins from Bologna. And this is, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people were iffy on this deal, saying it didn't really make sense. But they went out and they got a right back. Not only did they get a right back, but they got a right back that could play center back, and he's 23 for 18 million. I think that's a really good deal. You know, a lot of people have been knocking Arsenal for these transfers they've made, saying you know they spent all this money, blah blah, blah and it's like you know not going to help them out. But you know, they're really investing in the youth, which is something you don't really see very often nowadays. And I, I think, I think it's a it's a good deal to invest in the youth of the team, and. Hope that um, you know. You hope that these players pan out, but honestly, you you really never know. But I think that they can. I think that they can, and I think that they will. And I think that these have been some pretty good signings for Arsenal so far. Um, we'll see how Tomiyasu uh, plays. I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna be starting next week, uh, next weekend, and we'll go on from there. Yeah, so then moving on to Hector Bellerin, uh, joined Real Petit from Arsenal um, on a loan. Callum uh, Hudson-Odoi ends up staying at Chelsea. There were a lot, uh, his name was going a lot, uh, around with a lot of different clubs trying to uh, get his services, but none of them, uh, Chelsea didn't really budge with him. And on top of that, Chelsea couldn't even, couldn't get the uh, deal for Ju- uh, Jules Koundé done. Because Sofia were being very uh, stingy with that. Uh, Alex uh, Runerson has left Arsenal to join uh, O.H. Levin from on loan with a buy option. So uh, Runerson uh, hasn't really gotten a fair chance at Arsenal, but um, he's young. So I think the experience will be very good for him. And on top of that right now, because um, I feel like this is Leno's last season in an Arsenal kit. And, you know, you have Aaron Ramsdale, uh, which is, you know, people say they overspent on him. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But he's a young uh, English goalie, and I think he'll, he'll be very key in uh, the team this season and, you know, for the next few seasons uh, onward in the future. But uh, we'll see how uh, Rinderson does uh, with his new team. Alex Kral has joined West Ham uh, alone with an option to buy. Then we have um, uh, then we have probably one of the bigger transfers of the window, which was uh, Eduardo Camavinga has joined Real Madrid on a permanent move from Rennes. $31 million guaranteed plus add-on, so uh, 40, 40 million euros total. Uh, his contract is until June 2027. So they go out and they get... Camavinga, uh, which is a very, very, very good deal for a very, uh, promising midfielder who's young, 
and can play both sides of the ball really well. He's very good defensively and offensively. And I think that that's a really good deal for Real because, uh, you know, Modric is a little bit older, so is Tony Cruz. And you have a few other guys that are, uh, you know, higher up in age. So go ahead and get a guy like that, I think is a really good deal, especially for a total of 40 million euros for probably one of the most promising midfielder uh, prospects right now in the game. Very good deal by Real Madrid. Very good deal. Um, <clears throat> Reese Nelson has left Arsenal on loan to join uh, Feyenoord. Nord. Uh, he extended his contract with Arsenal until June 2023 and has officially uh, left the club to go to his loan. Uh, you know, good for him. He needs, he definitely needs uh, to get more playing time, and uh, I think it's good for him to go out on these, you know, on loan because he hasn't been out on loan in the last few seasons. Because he's just been picked up. He's been playing here and there in the uh, first team squad. But I think him going out to get the first team minutes that he needs to develop a little bit more will be very beneficial for Arsenal. We'll see what they really have in him next uh, you know, next year. Uh, Daniel James has joined Leeds for Manchester United on a permanent move for $28 million. Uh, this is a uh, pretty interesting deal. But in, with every uh, attacking option that United currently has, somebody had to go and... You know, Daniel James put his time in at Manchester United, uh, moved uh, moved there from, uh, I believe it was Swansea, and just kind of played his game, did his own thing, and, you know, it worked out here and there for him. But when you go ahead and you get guys like Jaden Sancho, Cristiano Ronaldo in, in a single transfer window, you got you to gotta get rid of some of your uh, attacking options. But getting $28 million for him is a really, really good deal by Man U. Um... <clears throat> Then we have that uh, Leicester City have completed the agreement with Breville Leipzig for Adamola Lookbin on loan. Uh, so good for um, Leicester. Uh, Lookbin's been pretty good for Leipzig. So to get him out, out on loan uh, to play with playing the Premier League is going to be a very good opportunity for him. Uh, then we, we have the uh, official Cristiano Ronaldo contract details, which he has uh, signed a two-year contract with the option to extend for a further year. So congratulations to him. He also has just received the uh, number seven kit number today. So he's going to be using his old number back in Manchester United. And I'm not a Manchester United fan, but I'm going to be completely honest. I'm really excited to see Ronaldo back in the Premier League. Uh, it's going to be really fun to watch this upcoming weekend. Uh, Nikola uh Vlasic has joined West Ham on a permanent move from CSKA Moscow. Uh, 30 million uh, euros plus 8 million uh, add-ons. Um, <clears throat> so West Ham go out and get a well-needed midfielder. Uh, they were looking at Jesse Lingard, but now it looks like he's going to be staying at Manchester United this season. Um, so, I mean, West Ham have been playing really uh, really well, followed by the you know great play of uh, Antonio and Getting a midfielder is going to greatly help them out if they want to, you know, stay consistent in the Premier League. Uh, <clears throat> then, as I said, you know, Moise Keane has officially joined Juventus on a two-year loan deal. Um, <clears throat> Ozan Kabak has joined Norwich from Schalke on a four million loan fee with a fourteen million euro uh, buy option. 
uh, Marcel Sabitzer has joined uh, FC Bayern Munich from uh, Rebel Leipzig on a permanent move for s- around $16 million. Uh, this is a interesting deal. Uh, Sabitzer has been playing pretty well for Leipzig these last two seasons, but to go to Bayern Munich, who basically poach every <laughs> great talent in the Bundesliga, but that's a topic for a different day. And um, to go out and get him for $16 million, it's a really good deal. He's a, he's a very uh, good midfielder, both sides of the ball, as I've said for a few guys, but, um, you know, Watching them and you know playing around with them in FIFA and everything, you really get the sense for their skill sets. And uh, he's got a very he's got a very good all around stats, and I think he'll really uh, bolster that midfield. Um, <clears throat> so then moving on, Ruben Diaz has signed a new contract with Manchester City until twenty twenty seven. Um, then we have that. Uh, for we got two more pieces left, uh, which is Besiktas and Barcelona are currently in advanced talks for Miralem Pjanic. The agreement is now uh, close between clubs. Negotiations, negotiations ongoing uh, for uh, personal terms and salary for a potential loan, and Besiktas are trying and pushing. Uh, this is something that should have been done a long time ago. Pjanic never fit in, Bar- never fit in at Barcelona and should have never been there to begin with. Um, but, you know, he needs to leave and he needs to go out on loan for this season and just be sold next season or in January or something because he's not a very good player anymore and he is will never really fit in with Barcelona anymore. And I don't really think he'll fit in with a lot of clubs either. The final topic that we have to talk about, which is one that, you know... I it, it is about Barcelona, and this is the last thing I'll talk about for Barcelona for this week. Um, Ansu Fati has been given the number 10 kit at Barcelona, and I'm going to be completely honest, I, I really think it's wrong of Barcelona to do that. You know, Messi has given so much of his career to Barcelona. He's done a lot for them. He's helped them out, and... He leaves this year, and you give away his jersey in a few weeks. Uh, in, in my opinion, that jersey number should be retired and never worn by another Barcelona player ever. Um, you know, I mean, you can't knock Fati for his you know career milestones so far. Like he's been the uh, youngest player to uh, ever score and assist in La Liga, youngest player to ever score for Barcelona, youngest player to score in uh, Champions League. He's been the youngest player to score for the Spain national team, to score a brace in La Liga, and to score at the Camp Nou. So he's got like I know a lot of a lot of stats for, you know, being the youngest to do, uh, a lot of things. But I don't think he's ready to take on the pressure of wearing the number ten jersey, and I don't think that that the number ten jersey should be given out to to anybody, really. I mean, you've had you know the the likes of <clears throat> Rivaldo, Raquel May. And Ronaldinho and Messi to all wear the number ten jersey before that, and I, you know, I think Ansu Fati can be a great, great player in the future, but I don't think that. I feel like it's a slap in the face to Messi because they, you know, he's done so much, and you guys give his jersey away, you give his the number that he made has made famous for the last 
I don't know how many years. Uh, and he's basically he, and Fati, you know, deserves a lot for for being at Barcelona. He's a very good player, but Lionel Messi is Lionel Messi, and I just I think that it's kind of wrong that they, you know, gave it away within a few weeks. Not even like you know a, a year or two, like a few weeks. Already made a, a new number ten. I don't know. It's just it's sickening to be honest. And I'm not trying to, you know, knock Ansu Fati, but it's just... <sighs> Barcelona is never going to be the same. They will never come back from this. And I'm just... I'm fed up with, with their BS. So that basically wraps it up this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a great day.